0: And the great things he has done in our lives. Amen. I want to say thank you to the entire Freedom Church. Thank you. I want to say thank you to the entire Freedom Church for all your support and making sure that uh, Super uh, Sunday is just a blessing. And we appreciate you being in the house of the Lord on today. Amen. There is a word from the Lord. Amen. And I'm excited about what. Series called Open Heaven, which has been blessing our entire church tremendously. You've been blessed by that message, by that whole series. Amen. It has just been blessing us. And it's, it's crazy what God has been doing and what, he's, what He spoke in this house. But um, I want to take a pause from that. I'll pick it back up on Wednesday. But I want to take a pause from that and preach um, from this subject. As, uh, it's going to make sense in a minute. I want to talk about a safe place. A safe place. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor. You're in a safe place. Yeah, you're in a safe place. You're in a safe place. You're in a safe place. Um, I want to start by saying this. Um, I'm a church boy. As A-Train was talking about it, I was like, yeah, me too. Um, I've been in church all my life. Uh, Except when I know, That's a whole other story. Um, I've been in church all my life. And while we live in a day and a time, speaking against the church, I've come to one conclusion, I don't know about you, I love the church, I love the church, because I would not be who I am without the local church, I just wouldn't be it, I learned who God was in church, Mm -hmm. I, I learned what community looks like in church, I learned and had examples of what it looked like for a man to take care of his family in the church, I found my purpose in the church. And I know many of you can't give an amen because you have been bamboozled to believe that that you don't need the church and you can just do your own thing. But can I just tell you something? Every tragedy that I had to deal with in my life, I dealt with it because I had a village called the church that surrounded me, that got me through it. I thank God for the church. Because when, you in, when you're invested in the church and you're open to church, you don't have to deal with tragedy by yourself. Is there anybody in here that can say, I'm grateful that when I was in the worst times of my life, I had a place I can go to to get exactly what I need when I needed it. Ain't no place like the Church of the Living God. Listen, listen, I ain't saying it's perfect, but doggone it, I'm so grateful that I got a place I can come to to get loved on when I need it, a place I can come to to get Encouragement when I need it. Let's go ahead and take a pause for the cause. I need you to grab your neighbor by the hand and tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to push you into your destiny. I'm here to pray for you. That's what the church is all about. I can't get that staying at home in my bed. I can't get that from the club. I can't, I can't get that at, at, at anywhere else, but the, the church of the living God. So my question becomes: why are people They walking away from the church i got a couple i got a couple of reasons i want you to listen to this some are leaving because they have decided it's better out there i refer to you as lot, because 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 it always looks easier out there it, it looks easier looking at people that don't pay their tithes and you paying your tithes and still struggling they must be doing something right it looks easier that you trying to live holy and live godly and, and trying to abstain. I said, I said, abstain. I, I said, I said, abstain. See, that's a cuss word in church. I said, abstain. Okay, I ain't got no, I ain't got no help in here. Uh, 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 because, and then you look at somebody that's out there that's giving away with a double coupon and they look like they're getting married every two weeks. Y'all don't like me this morning. Touch your neighbor. Say, neighbor, he coming through here now yeah let me give you a warning to all my visitors I'm a little out there I'm a little crazy so I just I'm gonna say a lot of stuff so I need you to just come and ride with me don't get so sanctimonious and so tight that you can't receive what God is saying watch this until you get out there and realize better is one day in his courts better is one day in his house than a thousand elsewhere can I tell you something I got out there and did my own thing and I got my behind whooped and I had to come back into the house of God because ain't no place like the Church to find safety. He that dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow. Uh, Calm down, Philip. Calm down. It's better. I stay my behind in here. It's better to be up in here. Others are leaving because they want to worship other gods. I caution you, ladies and gentlemen, not to seek a religion or a God that validates what you in. You should find a God that will bring you out of darkness and bring you into a marvelous light. I don't come to church for you to tell me how wonderful I am. I need sometimes for you to nail me to the cross with the word and tell me I am crazy as Cracker Jack. I am just as crazy as I want to be. My flesh is all over the place. Sometimes I need God to confront me of my mess because the only way that I could be changed is I got to be confronted. Is there anybody here that say, don't tell me a pie in the sky and how every day going to be wonderful. No. Tell me how to go through hell. Tell me how to deal with sickness Tell me how to deal with a a loved one dying. Tell me how to go through. Is there anybody in here that say, I don't need a God I can control? I need a God that's gonna tell me the truth so I can be a whole lot better. I get it. I get it. You know, now is the day and time where you build a God. You know, like build a bear. You build a God. You take a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Mix it all together and you come up with your own religion and now you're spiritual. Spiritual. I don't know what that means, but you're spiritual. I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. And you replace God with universe. And so with this, is the universe. No, ain't no universe. Let me tell you something. I don't want to I don't want to worship the the thing that was created. I want to worship the creator. God help me. So I ain't going to worship the universe. I'm going to worship the one that made the universe. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. In the beginning was a God that spoke out into nothing and made something, and I want to worship the one, the one and true and living God. Y'all act like y'all don't know who I'm talking about. Is there anybody here that say, I want to worship a creation. I want to worship the creator, the one who spoke into darkness and Created light, The one who created, who spoke into nothing and created matter. I need to know, are there any worshipers in this house that know the true and living God? Oh, I need somebody in here to take five seconds, lift up your hands, open up your mouth, and give God glory for the God that you serve. I get it. You don't want me to say that name, Jesus. I understand. Watch this. Others have left. Watch this because you got hurt in church. So now everybody walking around talking about they church hurt. Till one day I discovered you could be work hurt. But you keep going back there. <laughs> you've been work hurt. You've been you've been you've been work hurt. You've been man hurt. He still you still opened that door last night. I ain't scared of none of y'all. how you've been hurt in so many other areas and you keep trying yet when it comes to the to god the first time you get hurt by people now all of a sudden you got to fall back and and move away Uh, you remind me of Tamar Tamar the Bible says it was not a stranger who raped her but it was somebody that was in the house that raped her the Bible says that she told her brother don't do this because there should be some things not named among us and I agree I agree with you There are some things that should not happen in the house of God Uh, there's some things that should not happen but guess what it does it happens the problem is, watch this, you don't look for perfection until you walk in church. Mm but all have sin I feel like preaching and come short of the glory of God the moment that the church becomes perfect Jesus is coming back but I need somebody in here to look down your road and tell everybody down your road ain't nobody perfect up in here all us got issues all us got problems all us got habits all us got sin is there anybody in here that say I ain't looking for a perfect church cause the moment I join it it ain't gonna be perfect no more you, I got you, I got you, Um, because church ain't perfect, even our righteousness is filthy rags, I'm going to give you another reason why people leave in church, some people left, watch this, because they messed up, and when you messed up, hear me, one of the hardest things is to look people in the face that you have wronged and get it right, you know I discovered, we don't like to say two words, I'm sorry. We'd rather walk around in pride, and act like it's everybody else's fault. It's your cutting them fault. It's your mama fault. It's that it's your baby daddy fault. Mm-hmm. The way where you are right now, it's your fault, and and, and 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 so you blame everybody else. Watch this, but I've discovered. Watch this. The same way that they saw you fall, you owe it to them to see your restoration. Okay, some of y'all going to get that in a minute. That even if I messed up in the church, I got a God that will forgive me and wash my sins away. And all I got to do is look at you and say, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't say that right. I didn't do that right. I messed up. And the same God that restored you will be the same God that restored me. Is there anybody here that ever had to tell somebody, I'm sorry? Watch this. Is there anybody here that got the Holy Ghost that the Lord kept working on you? You couldn't even sleep at night. Walking the floor trying to figure out why can't I sleep because the Holy Ghost keeps messing with you until you go get it together. And can I tell you something? You ain't really got the Holy Ghost until you apologize to people that you didn't do anything wrong. I lost half my crowd right there. I lost half my crowd. I lost half of y'all. Uh, watch this because sometimes the Holy Ghost has set you up so good that you got to apologize and you ain't even the one in the wrong. Look get your neighbor and say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Watch this, watch this, because the church, ladies and gentlemen, is a safe place. Came to announce to somebody, you in a safe place today. I know, I know you invited to freedom. I know you call this your church, but, but watch this, you in a safe place this morning. I want to go to uh, Luke, the 15th chapter, and, and I'm going to stay around there, and it's a very familiar text, but I, I want to talk about um, uh, the prodigal son this morning. The Bible shows us that Jesus teaches in parables. Let's sure say parables. And the Bible records a total of 46 parables. What is a parable? It is a earthly story with a heavenly, heavenly meaning. Theologians studied Jesus' parables and concluded, watch this, that Christ taught between a third and a fifth grade level. That when Jesus taught, he taught between a third and a fifth grade level. Why? Because he wanted to make sure that his message was so simple that nobody could walk away saying, I didn't understand. Nowadays, we complicate stuff. Now, you watch this. I got to leave because, I, I, you know, I want to dive deep in the word of God. I want to I learn Greek and Hebrew. You can't hardly speak in English. Get your mind right. I need to know what, I need something deeper than what I have. You ain't doing well with the shallow stuff you getting now. I'm coming for you now. I'm coming for you now. Jesus says between a third and a fifth grade level, watch this, because I want to keep it simple. But in Luke 15, it is known as the lost chapter. Because there are three parables of lost things. One is a lost sheep, another is a lost coin, and the third is a lost son. Can I I teach this word? When you look at the lost sheep, the shepherd goes and finds the lost sheep. If you look at the lost coin, the one who lost the coin gets up, turns over everything just to find the lost coin. But when you look at the lost son, we never see the father leave the house to look for the son. The father waits on the son to come back to the house. Luke 15, verse number 12 through 13, it's on the screen. The younger son told his father, I want my share of your estate now before you die. So his father agreed to divide his wealth between his sons. A few days later, this younger son packed all his belongings and moved to a distant land. And there he wasted all his money in wild living. He goes to his dad and says, Daddy, give me my inheritance now. Now, if you're not careful, you'll miss something. An inheritance is normally released when, a, when somebody dies. Then you would get your inheritance. But what we see is the younger son, who is the last to receive an inheritance, goes and tells his father, give me my part right now. What makes this boy ask for inheritance before time? It's a spirit of arrogance, spirit of selfishness, spirit of eagerness. It's a spirit of rebellion. It's a spirit of immaturity. But notice, when the boy says, give it to me, the father immediately releases it. Why? Can I tell you something? When somebody is ready to leave you, you can't talk them in the stand with you because you, cause, cause they already gone. Mm, I'm coming for something now. Can I tell you something? I put this on Facebook. I, I put this on Facebook. I put this on Instagram a couple weeks ago, and it's still true. I would rather adjust to your absence than to live with your anger okay. Y'all didn't like that because you still trying to hold on to that boo that left you long time ago. I would have rather adjust to you being gone than to, for you to stay here and be mad uh, because watch this because you really want to be gone. I Listen, I need to tell you, I think you better let them go. Hey, hey, hey. Looks like another look. Y'all don't like me this morning. Is there anybody here that say, I ain't holding on to nobody? Ah, uh, but whoever got to go, bye-bye, see you later, sanar, adios. I'm out of here. Guess what? Because I'm not going to hold on to anybody and you be angry because you still here. Ooh, y'all don't like that. Y'all don't like that. Sometimes I preach and I feel the spirit just jump up in my face. Rrr, rrr, right back at you. <laughs> Touch your neighbor say, let it go, let it go, let it go. Watch this, watch this. The father does not stop the boy from leaving. And once the boy leaves, the Bible says he spends everything he has. And then... A famine breaks out. Because watch this. Sometimes God is behind the famine just to get you where he wants you to be. I felt that right there. There's some of you that are living in a famine season right now. I came to tell you, it ain't the enemy. It ain't your worst enemy. It ain't the person who hates you. It ain't even the devil. It is God that is behind that famine. Because God said, I'll starve you out to bring you back into my will. I'll make sure I'll shut down heaven and make sure that you come running back. Is there anybody here that ever went through a season where God shut everything down on you just to bring you back to him? And is there anybody here that say, I'm grateful for every time he told me no? Because when he told me no, I came running back to God and God gave me just what I needed. I need somebody in here to lift your hands and tell God, thank you for every time you said no. Thank you for every time you shut it down. Thank you for every time you blocked it. Watch this, watch this. And the Bible says famine breaks out and then the boy was in need. And when he is in need, the Bible says that he gets a job, watch this, that's beneath him. Bible says, Luke 15, watch this, that he starts feeding pigs as a job. Because, watch this, this ain't you, but this might be your neighbor. Because he would rather do what's beneath him than to face what he left. The job is beneath him. Because Jews don't have anything to do with pigs. They don't have no dealings with pigs. Jews don't eat pigs. They don't touch pigs. They don't be around pigs. Sometimes, to feed your pride, you end up doing what you know you should not be doing. To feed your pride, you'll be around what you know you ain't supposed to be around. Because you are not ready to go back to where you're supposed to be. But God sent me and He has a messenger to tell you something. Watch this. He told me to tell you, get back in place. Kill your pride and get back in place. Kill your sorriness and get back, to, get back in place. Kill that feeling sorry for yourself and get back in the place that God wants you to be. Watch this. In Luke 15 verse number 16 says this. The young man, it's on the screen. The young man became so angry, so hungry, that even the pods he was feeding the pigs looked good to him. I can stop right there. My point is in the next it was after that period. But let me let me parenthetically pause. That the young man became so hungry that even the the, the pods he was feeding the pigs looked good to him. Ain't that a mess? That sometimes you can be out there for so long you develop an appetite that you ain't supposed to swallow. <laughs> it, it was some stuff that, that you weren't even supposed to be moved by now it moves you all the time. You hate, you used to hate to be around a bunch of people that was cussing all the time. Now you right along with it. I feel a cussing spirit right over here. I feel a cussing spirit right over here. Used to be a time, you hated smoke. Now you blazing like everybody else. Because you done been around it so long, now it starts looking look appealing to you. You ever... This ain't for all y'all, but this is for some of y'all that's going to understand what I'm about to say. You ever dated somebody, and then you you broke up, and years later, you look back, and you say to yourself, What was I thinking? You, you ever fell out, was friends with somebody, and you just, y'all ain't friends no more, and, and you look back, and you like... Cause when God starts changing your taste, some stuff don't taste good no more. God, I don't, And I don't care how much you give it to me, it just don't taste good anymore. I need to know is there anybody here that's grateful that God changed your taste? That there's some stuff you used to put up with that you ain't putting up with no more. There's some stuff you used to like that you don't like no more. I need to find out is there anybody in here that can give God just a little bit of praise? Because you serve a God that changed your taste. Your buzz ain't even the same way anymore. I used to like to drink, but I don't drink like that anymore. I used to like to cuss, but I don't cuss like that anymore. Somebody in here, give God a little bit of glory and give him a praise because he changed your taste.
1: Ooh. Watch this. Watch this. But what
0: I was trying to get to was this. But no one, see that last line, gave him anything. Watch this. You know what I've discovered? There are many of us that, um, there are people out there that can't get to God and that can't be helped by God because we become enablers for them. Okay. That before that person hits rock bottom, here you come, Zorro, to the rescue. Okay, y'all didn't know who Zorro was. Um, here you come, Mighty Mouse. Okay, you still don't, you don't, okay. Okay. Um, um. Here you come, Superman and Superwoman, to to the rescue, trying to rescue somebody that you ain't even supposed to. to, Okay, watch this. And here's the problem. They'll never learn the lesson. Because you keep bailing them out. Come here, Mama. That's my baby. Your baby going to be 35 and still a baby because you will not let that child hit rock bottom for them to realize that if I hit my head up against the wall, it really does hurt. See, you are in God's way because God wants to break them until they cry out to him for help, but they can't hit rock bottom because you always there to catch them. I need you to let them go and let God deal with them. I need some of y'all to leave that child, leave that man, leave that woman alone and let God have his way in their life. I need some of y'all to leave that best friend alone. You are getting in the way of God and can I tell you something I need you to just go ahead and speak over them they shall not die they shall live I don't care what happens to them God got his hand on them and I'm going to move out the way in order for God to deal with them walked away. And I'm in, in my crazy tale. Are you all right? You want me to pray with you? And one day the Lord said something to me. He said, cut off all communication. Because the moment, watch this, that you sent the message, they saw you as a backup miss what I just said. And if you become a backup, I can never break them to the place where they lift their hands and say, Father, I stretch my hands to thee. No other help I know. I need to know, is there anybody in here that God had to break you one day and you ain't had nobody to come to your rescue and you had nobody to pay your bill and you had nobody to talk to on the phone and you had no other choice but to get down on your knees and lift your voice up to God and say, God, if you don't help me it can't be done. I need somebody here to lift your hands and tell. God, it's me, God. I need you. I need you to make a way. I need you to come through. I need you to open the door. And if nobody else don't do it, I'm depending on you. We have become enablers. We have become enablers. No wonder you don't respect him. You're taking care of him. Because you have become an enabler. You felt that too. this and then he watched this and the Bible says verse number 17 it's on the screen when he finally came to his senses he said to himself when he finally came to his senses he said to himself at home even the hired servants have food enough to spare and here I am dying of hunger I had to come to my senses to anybody like me that can say I can admit, I used to be crazy. Thank you, Donnie, for, for, for being honest. I, I, you know, there was a point in my life I had to come to my senses because I used to be crazy. Loving people that didn't love me. Uh, just just crazy. Uh, Extending myself. In areas I shouldn't have extended myself in? Spending money I didn't have? That was crazy. You know it's crazy when you spend money you don't have, right? Okay, y'all don't think that's crazy because you're still crazy. Is there anybody in here that know that that, that, be, that before the Lord really came into your life and really did a work, you used to be crazy? I need you because some of your neighbors sitting there and they looking at me like, I ain't crazy. I got a degree. You degreed in crazy. I need you to look down your road and tell the people on your road, everybody up in here, we used to be crazy, yeah. Uh-huh, some of us still crazy. Uh-huh. Oh, but I came to myself one day. I came to my senses one day. If something hit me upside my head and realized I ain't got to live like this any longer, something all of a sudden hit me one day and said, God got more for me. God got better for me. I ain't got to deal with this. I ain't got to put up with this I know that God got more for my life Is there anybody here that say I give God glory Because I came to my senses one day Oh God, watch this Watch this He said He came to his senses And I ain't got to be Out here looking crazy anymore Verse number 18 Look what he says in verse number 18 I will go to my father's house And say, Father I have sinned against both heaven and and you. Catch this. Catch this. He does not come back and deny or try to justify what he did. He does not come back with a spirit of pride or entitlement. I'm preaching right there. He says, I have sinned against heaven and against you. Not only did I disappoint you, but I disappointed God as well. Not only do I need to ask God to forgive me, but I need to ask you to forgive me as well. You know what I can't stand? Let me let me let me pause right here and go to the left and I'm gonna come back. Um you know what I can't stand? I can't stand when people apologize and they say these words, if I did something wrong. If I drop the if and say, I did something wrong, and I apologize, because cause, cause watch this, watch this, watch this, uh, because if you keep saying if, it, it excludes you from taking responsibility to what you did. You don't go to God and say, God, if I did something wrong, forgive me. No, because if I say if, that means that I might not be forgiven. But is there anyone in here that know that if you confess your sins to God, that he is faithful and just to forgive you? I don't go to God and say, if I did something wrong. I say, God, I did it. It was me. I messed up. I missed the mark. I sinned. I sinned against you, and I came to apologize. I came to get it right before you look at verse number 19, it's on the screen, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. Please take me on as your higher servant. Have you ever been in a place that you needed forgiveness so bad that you told God even if you don't give it all back to me, whatever you give me, I'll make sure you get the glory out of it. God, help me. I, I don't have time to sit here and pride with you, God. I don't have time to act like I deserve everything I have. But everything I have, God gave it to me. I need to take a pause right here because I feel a praise working upon me. The devil should have killed me when he had the chance, but God delivered me uh, out of the hand of the enemy. And can I, watch this, can I ask you a question? Can your worship reflect how the Lord delivered you from what he delivered delivered you from can your praise be a reflection of where the Lord brought you from I need to take just five seconds and find out is there anybody in here that can take five seconds and give God praise and glory for what he has done in your life okay all right all right all right watch this on the count of three I need you to lift your hands open up your mouth and let your praise reflect how far God brought you from here we go one two three hallelujah come on let your praise reflect where he brought you from let your praise reflect how he delivered you let your praise reflect i ain't got time to act like he ain't brought me from nowhere if you knew where he brought me from hey if you knew how he brought me out, if you knew where I used to be, if you knew how messed up I used to be, you would understand my praise. If you knew how far he brought me from, you would understand my worship. So let this praise be a reflection of how good God is. Slap fire with your neighbor and say, he brought me from a mighty long way. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Verse number 20 says, so he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. The Bible says, when well, he saw him from a distance. In other words, the father knew him so well, he knew him for his, from his walk. Ah, he knew the shape of his son. He knew his profile. He knew that was his child. You just missed it. Don't you know the Heavenly Father knows you that well? The Bible says he knows you so well. He knows the number of hairs on your head right now. He knows your frame. He knows your shape. Ah, he knows how good you are. He knows when you're bad. He knows when you're up. He knows when you're down. He knows when your heart is bleeding. He knows when you're broken on the inside. Ah, he said before you were born, I knew you. That's How well your God knows you. Look at love in action. He runs to his son, embraces him. Catch this. He didn't say, Where you been? Here's a revelation. You ready for this? Love is really love when you can love without explanation. Love is really love when you can love without explanations. I just love you. I just love you. Yeah, when you ask for the inheritance in that culture, it, 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 it you're basically saying, I wish you were dead. I know you, you said what you said to me. I know you did me dirty. I, I know that what I worked hard for, you wasted. But I still love you. I, I know you went out there and did, as the Bible says, some wild living. Oh, some wild, I said, wow. I said, wow. Who is a wild spirit over here. It's a wild. You went out there and did your thing. I said, you did your thing. taught you better, but you still did it your way anyway. You had a house that was already there, but you acted like we weren't there for you. You went out and did wild living. You know wild living. You know, you You know. You tip over into it every now and again. I feel it. I feel like coming down this road right here. <laughs> watch this watch this but I love you anyway and I don't need an explanation I don't need a long story to see if I'm gonna give you the forgiveness and the mercy you need I'm gonna give it to you anyway Ooh, that's that love, that's the God kind of love that's how that agape love that looks beyond your faults and sees every last one of your needs, that's that agape kind of love that don't need a whole lot of explanation but that can just go to God and say God it's me, it's me, it's me, I messed up, I, it, was me. it was me, it was me, it was me God say I don't need a whole lot of explanation cause my blood is so strong that it reaches to the highest mountain and it flows to the lowest valley my blood is so strong that a region come and get you right where you are and is there anybody in here that found himself in while living and God came and grabbed you and snatched you and brought you back is there anybody in here that say I thank God of- I just love you I just love you can I tell you something that's why we tell you to touch your neighbor and you. that's why we tell you to hug your neighbor it's because sometimes people need an unconditional touch don't do all that. uh, Watch this. You just need an unconditional touch. You need somebody to throw their arms around you with no motive behind it. God, I thank you for that. You you need somebody sometimes to just grab your hand and tell you it's going to be all right and they ain't looking for nothing from you. God, help me. Is there anybody here that say, I'm glad for my safe place? Because when I come here, I get unconditional love. They don't know how messed up I am. Maybe they do know how messed up I am, but they still love on me anyway. Do me a favor, because your neighbor's sitting there and don't believe it. I need you to throw your arms around your neighbor and say, hey, I love you for no reason. I love you with no motive. I love you, but you ain't got to give me nothing. You ain't got to give me a dime, and I still love you. You ain't got to be my best friend. And I still love you You ain't got to do everything I want you to do And I still love you I ain't got to manipulate you In order for me to love you I love you with an everlasting love Because that's how God loves me God loves me when I was up And God loved me when I was down God loved me when I was broken And God loved me when I was together God loved me when I said yes And God loved me when I said no Is there anybody in here That can give God praise Because your God loves you like that His father said to him to the servants, quick. That arrested my attention when I was looking at this. Because God told me to declare um, that one word over your life. Quick. (laughs) I decree and I declare that your life is getting ready to change quickly. God, I wish I had somebody. I decree and I declare that your life is about to turn around quickly. I I decree and I declare that you about to be pulled out the pit quickly. Is there anybody in here that's been feeling something on the inside and you've been wondering what's happening? God told me to tell you, he getting ready to do it quickly. Slip by with your neighbor and say quickly, quickly. Your children about to be delivered quickly. You about to be brought out quickly. You about to be delivered quickly. he ain't got to take 10 years. He's getting ready to do it quick. Oh. Oh. He said, Watch, watch this. Quick, quick. Eh. Your body about to be healed. Oh God, calm down, Philip. Calm down, calm down. I got visitors. Calm down, calm down. I said, Quickly, I said, Quickly, I said, Quickly, I said, Quickly, I said, Quickly. I said, quickly. They about to call you for the job, quickly.
1: I wish I had somebody right
0: there. I wish I had somebody right there. That, 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 that something getting ready to turn around in your life quickly. I need you to declare that over your own life. Lift your hands and say quickly, quickly, quickly. That what I've been praying for, getting ready to happen quickly. All right. All right. Um, Talib, come in for a second. Come in, Talib. I use Abram all the time. You're my new person. Come in, Talib. Bring me a chair, bring me a chair, bring me a chair. All right, bring me a chair, bring me, Bring that chair. Put it right there, put it right there. The Bible says, but the father said to his servants, quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fatted calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. There are five things that happen in this text that happen when you return to your safe place. Before I move forward, I need you to check your role real quick, and make sure you're around some people that's ready to see you in your next level. Okay, I, I need you to, I need you to, I need you to make sure you're in a safe place, that you in, a, in around some people that believe that God getting ready to do something quickly in your life. I, I don't need no haters on my road. I need some people that's around me that believe that God is getting ready. I need some people. Here we go. I need some people that's around me that believe the next three gonna be better than the last nine. I need some people in this house that believe that God getting ready to do something amazing in my life. Hey, somebody give us some Touch your neighbor and say, I'm excited about your future. Hey, I'm excited about your future. I'm excited about what God's getting ready to do in your life. I'm getting excited about how he's going to bring you out. All right. All right. All right. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. The Bible says, watch this. The first thing he says, look, look at the text. He said, quick. Bring the best robe and put it on him. Yes, come on, stand up for me, to leave. Watch this. All uh, right. Bring the best
1: robe.
0: <laughs> All right. Bring me the best robe and, and put it on Stand right there. Watch this. Uh, um, the first thing that he gives him is a robe. And the robe, come on, let's go, means forgiveness. The, the, the robe means forgiveness. Because of what you've been in, the residue keeps reminding you of what you did. So I got to put something on top of you to hide the residue. Okay, okay, all right, all right. See, 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 I can't stand church people because some of y'all act like you ain't got no residue. But come on, okay, Chantel, you my honest person, so we just going to be honest. There's a residue of cussology still in us that the Lord is still working on. There's, there's a residue. There's a residue. Uh, okay, uh, all right, all right. There's a residue. Uh, okay, I got to go here. I, I, you are at freedom. You're in a safe place. And here I go. There's a residue of a thought spirit that's still on you. Got Touch somebody, say, there's some residue still on you. There's some residue. Yeah, yeah. You be at home on a Saturday night, but the club still be calling you because there's a residue that's still... There's a residue that still I wish you would act like you so sanctified and so I don't care how many tongues you speak in I wish you would sit up here and, say, and tell that lie Is there anybody in here that say Pastor I know what you're talking about Because the good I would do I don't do that But the good I don't do that Keep calling me So I got to give you a roll Because I need you to know You've been forgiven You know what will blow your mind What will blow your mind Is how many people in the building Can't get over what they did Still wrestling with the guilt and the shame and the condemnation. As a matter of fact, some of y'all live in paranoia. Because you scared that people going to find out you did what? Oh, I'm finna go here. You scared what's in some people's phones right now. Oh, it's a sexting spirit in here. Yes, it is. Yes it is. Yes it is. Body parts all over Jacksonville. Touch your neighbor say welcome to freedom. Welcome to freedom. So I got to give you a road cover it up because you don't want nobody to spot what you used to be in. Watch this. Notice the father never told him, go take a shower. The Bible says, quick, bring me the finest robe and put it on. Because I don't want, watch this, to give the enemy time to make you think you need to do anything to be right in my presence. Hey! That's the problem, because church people make you believe that you got to go get yourself together and then come to God. If I could get myself together without coming to God, I would need God. But the fact that I came in church every single Sunday is an indication. I need him, 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 I need him. I can't live without him. i got to have him. I need somebody to lift your hands and tell the Lord, I need you, I need you, I need you, because there's some residue still on me. There's some stuff still on me. He gives them the robe. Watch this. Zechariah 3, verse number 3 through 4. It's on the screen. Now Joshua was dressed in filthy clothes as he stood before the angel. The angel said to those who were standing before him, take off his filthy clothes. Then he said to Joshua, see, I have taken away your sin. I will put fine garments on you. There's nothing you have done. The enemy keeps bringing it up in your mind because the Bible says that he is accuser. That's what the enemy does. He accuses you day and night of what you have done. Watch this, which means the devil can come up to you with what you used to do. You can even have that club pitch. Somebody got that club pitch in their house right now. If you're old school, remember the old school where you had the big old fan chair and you sat there? And the enemy makes you believe, I can't get in church. I can't be in ministry. I can't go after my calling because somebody out there got some evidence of what I used to do. Watch this. And the enemy is playing on your mind because he's accusing you. But here's the great thing about God. He can accuse you, but he ain't got no evidence, God. Because it's under the blood I said, it's under the blood. I said, it's under the blood. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood. All precious is that flow that makes me white. You can have the picture, but that ain't me no more. You can have the evidence, but that ain't me no more. Because it's covered now. Pat yourself, say, "I'm I'm covered. I'm covered. I don't care what you know about me. been forgiven I've been forgiven watch this watch this um, not only am I forgiven go, go ahead take a seat go ahead and take a seat the Bible says that he takes um, a ring he says watch this get him a robe put it on him give him a ring and put it on his finger I don't know how you're gonna get that on try um, <laughs> finger what does the ring represent the ring represents come on let's go authority let's church say authority Authority. it means you can command some things now you don't ask you just get to sit back and it happened you get to command it out your mouth why you think the enemy wants you to be quiet because he knows that life and death is in the power of the tongue. He knows that there's authority that's in your mouth. See, sometimes you need to stop all that fussing and cussing. And you need to go in that bathroom and say, God, I know you see what's going on. But I decree and declare my husband is a man of God. God, you see how my, my children are acting crazy. But I'm raising a man, a woman of God. The devil is a liar. Ain't nothing I birth going to hell. The devil is a liar. You got to have authority and speak it out your mouth. Come on, let's go to Genesis. Genesis Genesis says, come on, verse 41 through uh, verse, uh, chapter 41, verse 42. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring from his finger and put it on Joseph's finger. He dressed him in rows of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck he had him ride in a chariot as his second in command and people shouted before him make way thus he put him in charge of the whole land of Egypt see when you realize that there's a ring of authority and when you realize there's authority that you getting ready to walk in get ready for people to make way and get out your way because there's an authority on your life no reason why you you disturb some people on your job because there's an authority on your life that they don't like it's an Anybody in here that say, I'm getting ready to walk in the authority that God has given me. And the enemy keeps punking us. Because we get one bad report. And we fall apart. You got authority. It's in your mouth. You can speak those things that be not as though they were. You got authority in your mouth. You got authority on your life. That if you realize that you are a child of the king, he has given you authority over your life. Do me a favor. I need you to lift your hands and for 30 seconds I need you to start speaking in your world come on, come on just go ahead and start speaking it I speak over my house I speak prosperity I speak right now come on, you got authority speak it, speak it I speak over my body that every organ in my body is going to function that every tissue is going to come in alignment come on I need you to speak it right now I decree and declare that my business will prosper I decree and declare that I'll never have a broke day in my life I need you to speak it I decree and declare I need you to speak it out your mouth right now that's it that's it freedom open up your mouth I declare that my children shall be saved, that my family shall be healed, that my family shall be restored. I need you to speak it out your mouth. Now that you've spoken, give God praise like you believe. It's getting ready to happen in your life.
1: I got to go. I got to go. Because
0: whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Uh, Watch this. All right. Not only did it give him a robe, not only did he give him a ring. All right, you got on socks. Praise the Lord. <laughs> the preacher done talked about not having socks on, so, Amen. I'm gonna have on. Uh, you know, sometimes I wear sometimes I don't. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm covering you in prayer. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hallelujah. Watch this. You know, preachers don't like comedians coming to church because they think comedians going to start talking about them. And so I was sitting there like, Lord, please don't start talking about me, Jesus. Please, Please, <laughs> You know, you go to a comedy show, you sit in the back, you don't sit up front because you know they're going to ride on you all night long. Watch this. When the boy came back, he came back with no shoes on. Watch this. He came back barefooted. And the Bible says that his father says, Get the, get the robe, get the ring. And the third thing was, bring him some sandals. And the sandals represent, come on, let's go, broken chains. Watch this. W- what, why broken chains? Because during that time, catch this, only slaves were barefooted. And he says, bring him some sandals. Because I need my son to realize that the chains have been broken off his life. <laughs> I feel your presence right there. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. So so when you get the sandals, it means that every chain has been broken. I need you to know that by the time you leave freedom this morning, certain things are going to be broken off your life. Here we go. I come against every generational curse that's attached to your bloodline. I come against every generational word curse that's attached to your last name. I decree and declare that chains about to be broken off your life. If there's anybody in here that want the chains to be broken, lift your hands and say, break them, God, break them. I came in here barefooted, but I'm getting ready to leave here with some sandals on. I'm getting ready to leave here. No Knowing that I. Chains have been broken off my life. Watch this. Watch this. They got to break the chains. Um, Because God is a chain breaker. I got to go. He had a robe. What was number two? He had a ring. Number three, he had sandals. But then the Bible says something. He says, Watch this. Hey. My servants, go prepare a fatted calf. Um, I I need you to prepare a fatted calf. Watch this. Because here's my son returning home. Now, I always thought that the fatted calf went along with the celebration that's at the end. And I dug a little deeper. To find out that the fatted calf didn't just wasn't just for the party. The party was coming, but there was something else. The text says that while he was out there, he was hungry. Which leads me to believe, if I just isolate the text just for a minute, that when he came back, he was still hungry. Because the Bible says, "Ain't nobody help him. Ain't nobody give him nothing." So by the time he came back, he was hungry. Like some of y'all right now. You hungry. Watch this. I saw Mother raise her her hand. Watch this. And so the fatted calf means strength. That that it's time to eat. Because you need your strength back. Cause you gave out all your strength that while you was out there. Okay, all right. Can I can I say this? Can I say this? I ain't gotta yell this. Some of you came in here so tired, cause you didn't gave your strength out everywhere. And You weak now. And the Father say I ain't gonna celebrate, and you ain't got no energy to celebrate. I need you to eat something. So so prepare the. F- Fatted calf, the biggest one you got because I need you to indulge in what I'm getting ready to give you. I came to tell somebody you getting ready to get your second win. I came to let somebody know that God about to strengthen you all over again. That I know you came in here depleted. You came in here tired. But I decree and declare if you just follow the leader for a minute, if you just lift your hands and open up your mouth and begin to worship God, God say I'll strengthen you all over again. Come on, I need you to eat, 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 eat. I need you to get your strength back because there's something that God got for you. There's somewhere that God wants you to go and you can't go depleted out the music. I need you to lift your hands and I need everybody here to open your mouth and begin worshiping God. You got to get your strength back. Please follow me. Please follow me. I'm trying to take you somewhere. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Come on. I don't care if you've never done it before. Just tell God, God, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I worship you, I worship you. And the more you worship him, the more your strength is going to come back. The more you praise him, the more your strength is going to come back. God said, I need you to eat, I need you to eat. Come on, feel yourself, feel yourself. You're depleted, you're tired, you're drained, you're worried. And God is saying, I need to fill you up all over again. Open up your mouth and worship him. Come on, come on. You're almost there, come on. Come on, you're almost there. Hallelujah! Come on, get your strip back. Play softly. Somebody in the sound of my voice. The Lord ordered your footsteps to be in this church on today. You've been out there. God is calling you. You've been doing your own thing. you. you're tired. You tried it on your own all this time. Purpose to bring you back. I dried up all your resources on purpose to bring you back to me. My brother, my sister, it's your time. Can't play this game no more. you don't know Jesus you're unsure of your salvation If you never confess the Lord Jesus Christ don't leave here until you get him in your heart I don't have to lay hands on you you ain't got to fall out on the ground it is a decision that you are making on today maybe you are saved God says you know you need to be under the house, in the house been doing Facebook church God is saying you need to be in the house you got to get your strength back it's time no more playing this game you got invited by somebody you know but God is inviting you to something even greater I'm not here to call you out. I'm just here to get you to Him. It ain't about me, it ain't about this church, it ain't about us. Your soul is on the line. He wants to know you and for you to know him. yourself out trying to do this by yourself. You don't need to do this by yourself. Either. Everybody all over the building, I need everybody standing. Everybody standing. My brother, my sister, Calling you he's calling you come on he's calling you get out your seat and come down here right now come on he's calling you you can't play this game any longer he's wearing you out it is time for you to surrender your heart to the Lord. it is time for you to be in his house. It's time for you to recommit. If I'm talking to you, make your way to this altar right now. Come on. Let's go. Come on, my brother. Come on, my sister. He's calling you. He's calling you. He's calling you. Come on, he's calling you. He's calling you. Ain't no shame. The shame is staying there knowing that God is calling you to something greater it's your time it's your season open up your heart he said all you gotta do is confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart and you shall be saved that's it my sister come on come on come on four more of you, I need you to move now, come on he's calling you my brother, my sister, he's calling you come on, that's it I see you moving, that's it come on that's it come with tears in your eyes hallelujah come on that's it come on, there are at least three more of you come on, you are in here Come on. He's calling you. God orchestrated this whole day for you. Come on. That's another one. There are two more. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. That's it. Come on. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. He's calling you. He's calling you. He's calling you. He's calling you. I can't let it go. He's calling you. He's calling you. That's it. That's it. That's it, my brother. Come on. That's it. That's it. Come on. He's calling you. He's calling you. He's calling you. Hallelujah. He's calling you. Glory to his name. That's it. Heaven's smiling on you right now. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I got to shake the tree a little bit more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You holding up my service. The Lord said, don't let it go. I am aggravating them right now. I'm all in their spirit right now. Their stomach is doing flips right now because they know I'm talking to them. Come on. Come on. This is your time, my brother. This is your time, my sister. Don't leave here the same way that you came. God wants to change your life. Pastor, I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with that. Guess what? You can't do it by yourself. You need the power of God in your life. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. That's it. That's it. Come on. Come on. Come on. I'm not done praying. I need y'all to keep praying. Come on. He's shaking the tree. You know I'm talking to you. You hear the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. I bind the spirit of apathy the spirit of apathy I bind it right now in the name of Jesus. He's calling you my brother. He's calling you. He's calling you. Don't let this moment pass you by. Don't let this moment pass you by. Don't let this moment pass you by. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 10 seconds and I'm moving on 10 come on 9 you know I'm talking to you 8 come on 7 I'm talking to you come on 6 don't leave here like this 5 hallelujah 4 I'm moving on 3 hallelujah 2 you ain't got this join this church just give your life to Jesus Christ one hallelujah stretch your hands this way the Lord ordered your footsteps to be here on today because there's something the Lord wants to do in your life you don't have to struggle by yourself any longer you don't have to struggle by yourself any longer pray for that spirit of isolation that the enemy has been trying to surround you to keep you isolated but I decree and declare you got backup now in the spirit hallelujah you are not in this by yourself you got people all around you you still feel alone but you are not in this by yourself so I decree and declare the Lord got you So, God, I thank you for those that have pressed their way this morning. I thank you for those that have walked into this place. I thank you, God, for this decision that they're making on today. I thank you right now, God, that you're doing something in their life and in their heart. Cover them now from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet, God. Hallelujah. As I lay hands on them, God, I pray you're covering over their life right now. I pray that every brokenness will be healed in Jesus' name. I pray that every weariness that's been going on will be broken off of life right now. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that every stronghold be broken right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I call an end to your warfare. I call an end to your warfare. I call an end to your warfare. warfare. I call an end to your warfare. I call an end to your warfare. And I decree and declare right now in the name of Jesus that the harvest is on them right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you and I glorify you. In Jesus' name we pray. Clap your hands and give the Lord some praise. Listen, do me a favor. Do me a favor. I'm going to let you go out with the ministers now. They're just going to minister to you and and just pray over you just a little bit longer. We're going to have you out of here very quickly. Just follow her. She's going out. Come on, clap your hands. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Hallelujah. 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 Do me a favor. Peace. 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 I I need you to get on the altar. I need you to get on the altar. I need you to get on the altar. I need you to stay right there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I need you to stay right there. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. Listen, we're getting ready to give. We're getting ready to give at this time. Can we worship for the harvest that just God just blessed us with? Can we just praise God for the harvest? Listen, I'm going to have you out of here quick. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. As we get ready to give, there's an envelope in front of you. I need you to give on today. Let's bless God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In this church, we don't rush altar time. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Glory to his name. Um, greeters, we're not walking today. I need y'all to pass. There's too many people to walk on today, so I need y'all to pass the basket. If you don't mind doing that for me. Hallelujah. Can y'all sing that just a little bit please for me? Hallelujah. You're a good, good father. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that we have something to give on today. Let it be pleasing in your sight, God. We are not going to withhold anything from you. Bless us with increase and overflow in every area of our lives. And we bless you and we glorify you for all that you're doing. In Jesus' great name we pray. Everybody say amen. Serve the people of God. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. Somebody lift your hands and tell the Lord, you are perfect in all your ways.
1: Perfect in all of your ways.
0: Hallelujah.
1: You're perfect.
0: and getting ready to let you go. Um, We are way over our time. We usually don't get out this late, but we wanted to take the time on today to bring souls into the kingdom of God. Can we praise God that somebody was snatched out of hell on today? Come on, can we praise God that somebody was snatched out of hell on today? Hallelujah. That's what it's all about. We bless God for Comedian A-Train for blessing us. Thank you, sir. We appreciate you so much. Thank you to everybody that made today happen, the mass choir, the, um, the dancers, just everybody. I appreciate y'all so much for all your hard work. Listen, don't forget to go by Cafe 51, get your soul food cup. Praise the Lord. You're good and hungry by now. Praise the Lord. So uh, go by Cafe 51, it will bless you on today. Everybody stand as we get ready to go. Hallelujah. There's nobody like our God. Hallelujah. Were you blessed on today? Were you blessed on today? Can we give God a praise for being blessed on today? Father, as we leave this place, let us never leave your presence. Go before us, God. God, we thank you that even before we get to Monday, you're already there. And we bless you for who you are and the great things you're doing in our lives. We decree and declare, God, that everything you spoke will come to pass. We decree, God, that the next three will be better than the last nine months. And we bless you and honor you for all that you're doing. God, we didn't just come into this place on today, but bring us back to lift up and praise your name ever the more for all that you are doing in our lives. And we worship you and we praise you, God. Cover our children, cover our families now, God. Let your blood prevail and we honor you. In Jesus' great name we pray. I need everybody here to shake the roof off this place with praise. Come on. Come on, give God the best praise you can. Hallelujah. Amen. Hug somebody on your way out. Tell them I love you for real. Hug somebody on your way out. Tell them I love you for real. I love you for real.
1: Hallelujah.